You are now rocking with Must Have Knowledge and Sass. I feel like in life sometimes you can choose to pivot and then other times you are forced to pivot. Well, hello there and welcome to another episode on Must Have Knowledge and Sass, the podcast. I am so grateful. <laughs> Let me tell you, you ventured on over here to my podcast, decided to press the play button to listen to this episode. Thank you so much for that. And you already know you saw the title. You know who we have on this episode. So I'm not even gonna hold you long. We have Mrs. Lanisha Tab. Yes, Mrs. Lanisha Tab is a dynamic woman who holds many titles. You may know her from Instagram where she shares amazing resources and encouraging messages. Or you may have had the chance to see her in person at a conference where you got to experience her amazing personality and impactful knowledge whether you know her as a wife mom friend educator or author yes (laughs) she has written books okay books whether you know her as any of those things as any of those titles you know she is good at what she does and she possesses an aura of kindness and goodness i am so thankful to have her as a guest for this series entitled life's pivots all right hello uh, lanisha thank you so much for joining us today all right thank you so much for having me thank you like okay first of all if you don't know who she is, now you know who she is. You're going to find out who she is. Her <laughs> name is Mrs. Lanisha Tab. I am so happy. I mean, like bursting with joy to have you on the podcast because I've been following you for such a long time on Instagram and just like experiencing like just a positive and like good and kind person. Like it just comes through. And I don't even know you. I've never in person but I can tell it's like you know what this is this is a good person right here thank you so much for being here thank you thank you all right so as you know we are doing this series about life's pivots but before we dive deep into that conversation I just have to know what has been making you happy lately well um I feel like in this season um honestly like Christmas and Christmas movies and a clean house has been my recipe for happiness lately like if I can get the house clean light a candle sit down and put on a Hallmark movie that is like peak joy for me during this season (laughs) listen okay I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a little secret because I I had to do it this season Uh so in my calendar I have actually put in reminders of which <laughs> movies I want to watch and what network they own. Yes. I'm like, I'll say, you know, Hallmark, Lifetime, and Own Network is occupying all yeah. the calendar space. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, I love that. That's a good idea. I'm going to have to start doing that. Yes, because you ever been watching? I was like, when did they come out with this movie? All <laughs> yeah. right. So, but um, I totally agree with you that it's making me happy as well. So 
of course, those who don't know you and those who do know you, I just want you to tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your background? Sure. Um, well, I have been in the classroom for 15 years. I teach in Indianapolis. Well, I taught in Indianapolis, I should say. Um, and all of those years have been in either kindergarten, first or second grade. There was one year in third grade. Um, but, and that wasn't even like on purpose. It's just all of the teaching assignments that I ever got were always primary. So I thought, okay, I must be destined to be a primary um, teacher. And so this last year is the first time in 15 years that I stepped away from the classroom um, because I have a couple businesses that I run on the side and they were just getting to the point where it was very difficult to do the travel and the upkeep and the shipping and things like that um, while teaching full time. And um, I've never been able to stay home and kind of work for myself or even really be a stay-at-home mom. I, I just don't, I was home for a few months with my kids, but I never really got to experience that side of life, like make your own schedule. It's just been 15 years of get up, go, be at school, stay, you know, leave at this time, all the meetings, all the things. And I thought, okay, we're going to give this a shot for a year and see what happens. Um, and so right now I am currently working for myself um, and just sort of managing content creation. Um, I do some um, speaking uh, engagements and I'm working on some new books. I've got a couple books out that have been published and then um, some more that I hope to publish over the next uh, year. Yes. Oh my. So I have to agree with you about the creating your own schedule because like yourself, I took a year off. I call it my journey to happiness for a year. And when I tell you um, that bed, <laughs> I didn't know the level of comfort I had <laughs> in the bed, nor do you realize, oh, nobody's going to tell me I need to be here. Right. Oh, okay. So I need to figure out what are we going to do all day besides eat snacks and just <laughs> watch uh, TV shows? Like, we, we yeah. can't do this. Like, this is not a vacation. Yeah, and being intentional about it. Like, yeah. do you find that to be one of the things that you, like, adjusted to, like, being int intentional about your schedule now? Oh, man, yeah. If I could show you a picture of the wall that I'm looking at right now, it's covered in sticky notes because that was a big struggle for me because on the one hand, people were warning me who had gone before me and like left their job to work for themselves. And they were like, this one woman told me, it took her like six months to really like slow her body and her mind down to the point where it probably should be. Like our daily schedules are so jam packed, especially, you know, when we're working full time, it's just go, 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 go. And like, you don't have a choice because you physically have to be in this building. So it's go, go, go. And she was telling me it took her months to like, try to get her mind and her body out of that like and that that rhythm and when she finally kind of came down from all that she was like oh is this how I'm supposed to feel like I'm supposed to be calm and I'm supposed to be able to you know make decisions and manage my you know life without feeling like you're gonna cry every five seconds and so she was warning me to be careful to not try to jump in and keep the same pace um, and I was very grateful to hear that because that was very much um, what I was planning to do um, I was like okay I'm home and if I want this to work I have to get to work so I can't just 
lay around or I'm going to be, you know, right back to work, which I love teaching. So it's not that, but if I made the choice to leave because I wanted to do something for myself, then I want it to be successful. So, you know, if I go back to the classroom, it's going to be because I want to, not because I have to, that's what I was telling myself. Um, Because that's not going to be good for anybody. Um, So I really have been struggling (laughs) to make that happen, but it is, it's getting better uh, daily, trying to get into like a rhythm and a routine. Um, and then also the tricky part is, I mean, I saw a meme on Instagram that was like, I didn't want to work in eight to four anymore. So I quit my job and now I work 24 seven. And I was like, yes, yes, that happens. Like I found myself working around the clock now, Whereas, I mean, I did that too, you know, but it was different. It was like, okay, if I do schoolwork, I'm here, you know, from this time to this time. But when I go home, it's it's side hustle time. But now it's just like the side hustles are the hustle and it's 24 seven. So having those boundaries is like, it's kind of tricky. So. Yeah. Okay. First of all, thank you for that tidbit because I've, when I tell you, I have had to learn how to quiet my mind. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know it was that loud until I had a lot of time with it, where it's like, I'm not stacking my schedule. Mm -hmm. When I first quit, when I tell you, I got so many courses I signed up for, I was like, I'm going to take this course, this course, this course. Oh, you got this course? I'm about to take that course too. And my body was like, "Um, homegirl. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? We need to, this is not what we're doing. We're being intentional during this time period. And I even talked to my therapist about that. I was like, I just want my mind to stop. Like you lay down at night and your mind is going and you just made something click for me. It was like, because you've been used to that for so many years. Yes. I've been used to catering to others. I've been used to solving other people's problems. I've been used to taking care of this, that, and the other. I've been used to creating, not just like, um content but I'm being used to creating either curriculum or assignment so it's like you have to like this is your time to let's let's balance yes Woo. okay so I I I wish I would have got that TV like (laughs) six months ago but I'm so happy you said it because I was like and that's another thing I realized for myself was I was like one day we're going to do absolutely nothing Mm It is hard when I tell you to pick one day and I don't tell anybody today mm-hmm. and I just stay in the bed all day long. Good for you. And it was like, we're going to lean into rest. Yeah. And so what it sounds like is you are doing the same thing. You're leaning into, okay, what is going to come up? I'm leaning into, okay, what system is going to work for me? I'm mm-hmm. leaning into also prioritizing what needs to be prioritized and then also acknowledging when, all right. Mm-hmm. let's 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 slow this 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 thing down a little bit yep. so out of all of this and we know we've all gone through many um experiences in life that has led us to the person that we are now so what event or series of events in your life caused you to pivot um personally or professionally you can do either one which or you can do both it's up to you um, I think personally, we have just my, I've had, to, I've had no choice. Like some, I feel like in life, sometimes you can choose to pivot and then other times you are forced to pivot. Um, and you know, when things happen, 
you just don't have a choice. And so um, in August, my entire family got COVID, not my immediate family, but my mom, my dad, and my sister. And they, my mom and sister got it, recovered, you know, within a couple of weeks. Um, but a few weeks later, my dad was gone. Mm-hmm. And it <laughs> was just like, oh my goodness, we have this new normal now. Mm-hmm. And being forced to pivot in that way is almost like just survival. Um, what do you do to make it from one day to the next? Um, so even, you know, this journey of working for myself was supposed to start in August, but we've been, you know, dealing with the effects of losing my dad. So really I would say October going into November was the first time that I was really kind of actually trying to start working for myself um because before it was just survival and you know my mom and dad were extremely close Mm -hmm. and so now we have my mom who is like okay my companion is gone like what are we doing you know so my sister and I have a brand new role like so we had to pivot everything in every way Mm -hmm. weekends look different um daily schedules look different my attention to family looks different all of it and then just looking at just the, the vast amount of loss that I feel like I see all around me, my father aside, it just, you feel like every time you look at social media or this or that, like somebody else has lost something or someone and it's wild. So it really makes you think like, okay, while I'm here, I really do need to be living with intention. And I really have to take care of myself, enjoy my time, work when I'm supposed to work, rest when I'm supposed to rest. And, you know, Um, and so I feel like, I mean, and I guess really I'm answering this personally and professionally. So I guess what I'm saying is during this season, the pivot was not a choice, you know, it was, it was forced on me and it really has made me look at so many things differently. Um, and there, and there's good in that too. You know, there's always going to be some, uh, silver linings to things, but, um, yeah, when you're forced into a pivot, it's it's a it's a different vibe. It definitely is, and I'm very much sorry to hear about your loss. Thank and you. I definitely do pray you find comfort when you need it the most. Um, because in a pivot, and I the how I thought about this was I heard a sermon, I think it was from Pastor Furtick one time, where he mm-hmm. talked about pivoting. And it was like, you know, in basketball, like money your foot has like it has to stay planted. If I'm if I'm wrong, and my basketball people out there, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm sorry, but this is how I look at it. <laughs> but I have to stay grounded in something. Yeah. And like, there's something coming against me, and then I got to change my direction. Yeah. So it's like, what is the thing that you feel like has really helped you to stay grounded in while you're pivoting at the same time? Mm, yeah, and that's definitely my relationship with God, with Jesus. Like. It, <laughs> it's one of those things where you really start to look at people around you who may not have that connection or you know I don't know and you just like you just must be way stronger than me because I don't know how I would get through it without faith Mm. you know um like I, I had to have something to lean on and like thank God you know he was there because I just I don't know how I would get through that, just the despair and the lack of hope and the lack of like knowing that while my father is gone, he's really in heaven, you know, and like to, to truly believe that and um, is, is very 
healing to me. And so to picture not having that, man. So yeah, that I feel like faith is really what keeps, you know, that anchor in place for me. Yes, I totally agree with you. And to be honest with you, I'm about to be vulnerable with you. I find myself lately mm-hmm. um, in, in the hardest times just telling God, you know what? I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Here. Yeah. It's like, so when you say it's like, I don't know, who would I tell it to? Like, if I did have God, it was like, because that's what it is. It's like, God, I, I really need you. Yeah. And I simply don't know what I'm doing. Do you find yourself like feeling that way also during All this? Time. Okay. All the time. Yeah. All the time. And then, yeah, it's just, it's so difficult to try to listen and wait on the Lord, but then also know that he gave us brains and the ability to make decisions. And so, that teetering of like, oh, do I do this? Do I not? Do I act on this? Do I agree to this? Do I sign this contract? Do I not? Like all those sorts of things are just all the time. Like, Lord, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm just going to move. And I'm assuming you will course correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. So I'm about to tell you, I know it's like, I didn't know it was going to go in this direction, but since we're here, we're going to stay here. All right. Lately, I listened, my best friend, um, shout out to Marquita. She uh, sent me a message from her pastor. Um, his name, I, I want—I don't want to mess it up. I think it's Pastor Darius Daniels, but he recently um, did a sermon called Faith After Failure. Mm-hmm. And so there is something you just said. It's like, um, during the pivot, you really are unsure. And what my therapist has told me, she was like, each new level that you go on is like God is saying, okay, you're ready. Either it's a healing journey for you or it's like, okay, you're about to advance to another level, right? So she was like, when it's healing, when it's a healing journey and you experience something, God is like, okay, you're ready for this next level of healing. Yeah, I feel the same way with um, just career, professional, whatever. Whenever I go to a new level that's difficult, it's like always that question of, am I, am is this the right thing for me to do? Like, like, am I going to fail at this? Cause I really don't know. Like, like, I don't really like the question of like, were you prepared for this? No, I wasn't prepared for this. I wasn't prepared, prepared for none of this. Like, like, no, it's like, and no matter how much you try to prepare, it's like, yo, okay. Um, my fantasy is not my reality at this moment in time. (laughs) None of them expectations was uh, missed. Right. And so, but one thing I liked about the sermon was like, even after you feel, it's like still have faith. It's like, did your faith grow stronger even after failure? And then another thing is like, if you make the wrong decision, okay, I didn't, it wasn't like intentional that I made that wrong decision, but also I'm not going to condemn myself. Yeah. Yeah. If I make the wrong de- de- uh, decision. Right. And so I think that's uh, an area where it's like, all right, being okay with if I do something wrong, I do it wrong. This is my first time doing this. Yep. And also, I'm just going to have to do it. I- I've pivoted before. Yep. It's a bit hard. Well, I- I've made a pivot before. And it's like, if I need to make it again, yep. I'll make it again. Yep. Yep. I love that. So what have you learned during your pivot phase? Hmm. I'm sorry. What have you learned about yourself? Let me be more specific. Um, I feel like I've learned, 
I mean, I think I might have kind of touched on it before, but really just that I need to be way more intentional, intentional about the time that I have. And I, it's hard because, like I said earlier, coming off of a grueling, you know, full-time teaching position, then trying to come home, be a wife, be a mom, run the businesses, all the things. Um, and you almost don't even have time to slow down and think about that because it's just go. Then you're freed up to sort of pursue your dream, your passion. And then that can easily slip into, oh, well, you know, <laughs> self-care. I'm just going to relax all the, you know what I mean? But then like, it's just that balance. So I'm learning that I can easily, because I mean, unlike you though, I feel like you have a, like you were saying, you have a hard time um, being like, I'm going to take a rest and not do anything. Uh-huh. I'm, almost, I'm almost the opposite. I'll be like, I just <laughs> to rest for like a couple days and then I'll be good. Uh, and it's like, no, like I wish I were more go, go, go. Um, but, and I am like that when I'm forced to be, uh-huh. but when I'm not forced to be that way, I can be very like, I need my sabbatical rest, leave me alone. And so I'm like, nope, I need to really think about the intentionality of the time that I have been gifted with. Cause it truly is a gift and a privilege to be able to step away from your profession um, and pursue something that you are you know, passionate about. And so I'm like, okay, if I'm here, what are we doing at this time? So I don't know. I think I, it was a surprise to learn that about myself because working full time, I thought I would have just immediately carried all that over. But now I can kind of see, ooh, nope, you need to be a little more intentional uh, with the time that you have now. <laughs> no, that makes perfect sense. That makes a lot of sense. So when we think about not just what you learned through the pivot, but through all of this, how are you defining joy for yourself now? Like through all the transitions, through the life events and things that nature, like mm-hmm. how do you define joy? Um, I think because, you know, joy is one of those things that goes beyond just being happy um, and happy. You can happy is so temporary. And happy can change with the blow of a wind. Um, but when I can step back and sort of survey what's going on in my life, it, you know, if I'm here, if I'm happy, relative, you know, you know, mostly happy, if I'm taken care of, if my kids are happy, if my home is taken care of, my, you know, those sort. If I can kind of look at those things and do a check, then I feel like that brings me joy. I may not be experiencing giddy happiness all the time, but I can sit back and say like, okay, we're cool. We're doing what needs to be done. You know, I have the ability to be here for my family, for my children. So that, that brings me joy. Yes. And I, I want to agree with you about what you said about happiness. It is fleeting. Mm -hmm. And I was like, um, there is a difference between intentionality, between being happy. But when I'm able to define joy, mm-hmm. that allows me to stay grounded. Yeah, I was like, because joy is everlasting. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's something that it's like, wow. It's like you, what you said, you said it perfectly. It's like, you just sit back and you like survey mm-hmm. what I have to be grateful for in my life. And I'm like, Yo, that that right there, that's what brings me joy. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy to hear that one, 
You've been happy lately. You're experiencing joy, but most importantly, I'm I'm loving and you like you don't really have to be proud of me, but I'm gonna say I'm proud of you for how you've navigated this space. Mm-hmm. How you have chosen to find out, okay, what am I gonna hold space for? Mm-hmm. Um, how am I gonna be intentional in this space and how am I gonna be productive to make an impact in yeah. this space of time that I have now? Um, so I am so grateful that you joined us on the, well, yeah, joined us on the podcast on today, join me on the podcast today. But before I let you go, you know, I got to tell you, shout out your business. What you, what do you have going on? How can the audience connect with you? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, probably the easiest way, like my hub is my website, which is lanishatab.com. Um, and that houses everything. Um, I create resources sort of my niche is um, all about writing um, in the primary classroom and then I also have um, tons of social studies resources that I create with my partner Naomi O'Brien and we have like literally hundreds of resources um, that's just like social studies like you have probably not seen it before uh-huh. and um, you know just I, I sell t-shirts I sell books and that sort of thing and all those things are really housed on my on my website Yes. Okay. So I have your books. I have two of your books. Oh, you do. Girl, you know I do. Come on here. And I have your t-shirt. Oh, it was like during COVID. It was the schoolish. Um. Yeah. Yeah. The back to schoolish. Yes. Uh. So yeah. Of course. Support. Come on now. So I am once again. For those who don't know, I will be putting all of her. Um contact information down below her website her instagram and things of that nature once again lanisha oh my gosh it's been such a joy it's been such a joy thank you so much it has been a joy you were so much fun to talk to so thank you yay all right see you we'll talk to you later (laughs) bye i sincerely hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. I hope you walked away feeling encouraged. I hope you were like, yo, I really needed to hear that. Like that is my hope for you. All right. If you have not done so already, go ahead and click that follow button. It's right there. Just go ahead and click the button. Follow this podcast. Also, you can follow me on Instagram at must have knowledge and sass. On Twitter, you can follow me at knowledge and sass. That is the word knowledge, the letter N, and the word sass. Until next time, I pray you are experiencing so much happiness and just enjoying the joy of life. Bye, y'all.